Hi guys, this is your host, Miss Anonymous. You are now checked into the rehab. Hope everyone is having a fun, fun year so far. Bit frightening that we're nearing the end of it. But before we get into the holiday season, I wanted to do an episode that talks about giving and taking. So yes, it applies to presents, but it really goes beyond that. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because often we don't realize that it's not always a good thing that you are a giver. And obviously, it's not always a good thing that you are a taker, that somewhere in between giving and taking, there's a balance, a very delicate balance that we need to maintain in order to ensure that our relationships, our friendships, our family relationships, our um, relationships with um, our coworkers, our relationship with ourself, that all of that is fulfilling. So that is what today's episode is going to be about. Um, So let's jump right into it. So for those of you who don't know what a giver or a taker is, basically a giver is someone that gives more in a relationship, any type of a relationship. So this would be the person that puts in more effort. This could be the person that's maybe spending more money. This could be the person that is giving more time. This is the person that's um, emotionally more invested. So any which way where you can give to a relationship or a situationship, this would be the giver. This is the person that's always willing to do stuff, always willing to move schedules, always uh, willing to just be there for the other individual. The taker in the relationship and for the purpose of this um, podcast episode is going to be someone that's on the receiving end of it. So this is the person that's getting showered with time, that's getting showered with attention, that is inflexible, um, doesn't have to be inflexible all of the time, but is usually inflexible. Uh, oftentimes gets their way in an argument or in any type of decision making, um, gets a ton of time, attention, gifts, money, um, any of that stuff from the other person. In every relationship, you will see that there will be a giver and a taker. Now, it's not bad per se to be on either end of it. If you don't play that role for the entire duration of the relationship. So what the heck does that mean? Every relationship, as much as we want it to be 50-50, is not going to be 50-50 all of the time. People would like to think that in every relationship, all of the time, I'm putting in as much effort and I want the other person to kind of reciprocate that, but that's just not the reality. There will be times where you will give more. There will be times that the other person gives more. That's what's called a healthy, balanced relationship, which means that when you need help and you're going through stuff, your partner steps up and they fill in that role for you. Um, and vice versa, when your partner is going through things and they need to be the receiver, then you take on the role of a giver. Now, a disproportionate relationship would be when one person is always on the giving end and then the other person is always on the receiving end. Now, for the person that's on the receiving end, 
this isn't really a bad place to be. And this isn't a bad deal because you're the person that's not putting in as much effort, that's always getting their way, and for the most part is happy in the situation because now you have someone that's showering you with time, attention, gifts, whatever it is that they're providing in the relationship. It is satisfying you and you are not expected. And that's the unfortunate thing about the the permanent giver and receiver situation is that as time goes on, the giver has less and less expectations and the receiver is okay and it in time is happy because now they don't even feel bad for not showing up and for not doing as much. And keep in mind, guys, that when I talk about the giver and the receiver, I'm not talking about circumstances in life, right? Like if you're a millionaire and you can afford just nicer things and you're in a relationship that does not make that kind of money, then this wouldn't apply to you because that's more with a financial play, right? So if someone does not have money, you can expect them to give you money. But people can give you different things. They can give you emotions. They can give you time. So... Apply it to your situation as it pertains, but don't always equate that they have to give me time, they have to give me money, they have to, no. Uh, Somebody who is a giver can give you any of those things. Um, And then if you're on the receiver, you could be on the receiving end for any uh, of those things. So coming back, the receiver over time would feel less and less guilty. And that's assuming you have even guilt to begin with. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that have absolutely no problem being in a relationship and doing nothing. If they can get away with not putting any effort, disappointing the individual, they are totally okay. For the rest of the mere mortals that may have some form of conscious, maybe in the beginning you feel a little bit guilty. But as time goes on, now you know that the other person has accepted the fact that this is all you're going to bring to the table and they're okay with still doing more and you are okay with just receiving more and more without any guilt. Now, the problem is in these types of relationships because you see, while the receiver is happy and settled into the relationship because assuming that they had any type of guilt to begin with, now the guilt is even gone. And this is a very nice situation for them. The giver, unfortunately, over time will just feel depleted. Um, Depleted, however, whether they were giving a ton of money, time, emotions, they were putting in a lot of effort, whatever that depletion is, over time, they will get depleted. So think of it like when you start a relationship, you're on a scale. So imagine yourself being in a scale. In an ideal relationship, that scale is going to tip back and forth. One person will give, the other person will receive, then the other person gives, the first person receives. In a dysfunctional relationship or in a relationship where one person's taking advantage of the other, the swing never swings back the other direction. So the giver is always at the lower end, the receiver is always at the higher end. And the reason why I'm using this analogy is because this also equates to how these two individuals can feel over time. The person who's giving, let's assume you start in a balanced uh, way, the person who's giving over time will just uh, feel lower and lower about themselves, about the relationships. They might start to question if this other person is even interested in them. And overall, 
all of that just sort of weighs them down. While the other person, even if they started off with guilt, now slowly have realized that there's not much expectation that their partner has of them. So now they're feeling better and better about themselves. They've settled in comfortably in this situation. And what ends up happening is at some point, there is going to be a breaking moment. And that breaking moment can transpire into the giver just walking away or the giver having a huge fight, the giver having an outburst, the giver writing you a long letter, whatever that is, there's going to be a breaking moment because it's not a balanced functional relationship. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because sometimes people think that, oh, that's not my husband or wife or fiance, and this is not a romantic relationship. So I can never be the giver or the receiver. Wrong. In any relationship, that can be a friendship, that can be your relationship with your sibling, your family, your colleagues, it's the same exact thing. Any person that you interact with on a routine basis, we develop some sort of an ebb and flow with that individual. Like think about your friends. There's got to be a friend that you go and talk to when there's some serious matter. Maybe that's the person that you reach out to for advice. Then you can have another friend where you always go out and you have a good time with that person. Then you may have a different friend who loves traveling or shares your hobbies and that's the person you like to do all of those things. In each one of those relationships, think about what is the part that you are playing because Just because you're a receiver in one relationship doesn't mean that you will be the receiver in the other relationships too. Because keep in mind, in order for this relationship, the giver and the taker, two people have to be present. So coming back to the romantic side of things, if you are in a dysfunctional relationship, and let's assume that you're the giver, there's some part that you have played in this relationship. And the same thing on the receiving end. Somebody could have been a giver in a past relationship, realize that, you know what, I'm tired of giving to the other person. The next individual that walks into my life, I'm just going to coast because I'm so bitter that I got played or I got taken advantage of or I got nothing out of my last relationship that now whoever walks into my life, I'm going to be the person that does nothing. So When you talk about givers and receivers, that doesn't really mean, or givers and takers, that doesn't necessarily mean that these people play the same part during their entire life. Because as I mentioned, in the relationship, there's two people. So the dynamic is formed due to the two people. So If you are always the taker, doesn't mean that you'll be always the taker. If you're the giver, doesn't mean that you're always the giver. And coming back to my example, think about the roles that you play in different, different relationships. Think about different friends. Are you always the person that's um, investing more into the relationship uh, emotionally? Are you always the person that's making plans? Or are you the person that's just kind of coasting? Chances are unless you're an exception, chances are that you play different roles in different dynamics of your friendship. The same thing with your family and the same thing with relationships. You can be the giver in one relationship, next relationship comes along, you become the taker and vice versa. The reason 
why it's so important to make sure that all of our relationships are balanced to a degree. And when I say that they need to be balanced, it doesn't mean that the person always puts an effort, you always put an effort. No. Balanced means today that person put an effort. They planned an activity because you didn't have the time to to make plans. Next time, you become the person that does the coordination. So you take turns. Or let's say someone is really good at cooking and you're like, wow, that friend really makes a great meal, but I feel bad because they're always the one cooking for me. You can offer to do the dishes next time. Or you know, in in that same engagement, you can say, how about you cook and I do dishes. So it's not that you're bringing the same thing to the table, but you're just balancing the situation overall. So it's not every interaction that you have to make sure like, oh, I got to put in 50%. If the other person puts in 50%, no. Think about the duration of your relationship and then look at it like overall, Is our relationship relatively balanced? And the reason why it's so important to make sure that it's balanced is, quite frankly, just sustainability. As I mentioned, over time, what will happen is if you're always on the receiving end, the person that's always giving is going to just walk away one day. You don't know when that breaking moment is coming, but trust me, the breaking moment will come. Because it's not even that they'll have the epiphany and they'll realize that they're not getting much in from that relationship or they're not happy into the in the relationship they'll also be their friends and family uh, colleagues that will be telling them that this is not a balanced situation because now even though that person may not communicate to you and tell you that hey I'm always the person putting the effort into the relationship they will be talking to their confidants and now that confidant knows how bad this individual feels when you don't show up. So the reason why it's so important for us to take take a step back and just reevaluate our relationships and our friendship is because if you genuinely care about someone, you shouldn't wait till the situation gets so unbalanced that the person walks away from you or the person doesn't want to have anything to do with you or there are massive fights. Hopefully, we all reach that level of maturity when you can take a step back and say, you know what, this person's been showing up and this person's been doing X, Y, and Z. I know that I haven't stepped up. So let me take charge now and you become the taker and I will take on the role of the giver. And even if you haven't done that yet, like let's say you're in a relationship and you've just been coasting and you think everything is great. You're listening to this podcast episode and you're like, she has no idea what she's talking about because I'm in a relationship where my partner is doing everything and I'm just like breezing through life and we are perfectly happy. I want you to bookmark this episode and I want you to come back to it Whenever that breakout moment happens, whenever that your partner freaks out or your partner decides to say, let's have a talk, I want you to come back to uh, this episode. And the reason, guys, I wanted to um, talk about this topic is because I don't want it to be that all of you have to get to that moment because it's a very unpleasant moment. You see, if you are in a relationship with someone, if you have friendship with someone, Chances are you care about that person on some level. And I would hope that you don't want to lose that person. So before it comes to a point where there's rift or there's unhappiness or there's unpleasantness or bitterness in the relationship, 
this is your opportunity to take a step back and be really honest with yourself. And for those people that are in relationships where you're always the giver, my advice to you would be talk, communicate, and let the person know how you feel. Don't go and go tell your friends or your family, uh, talk to that person. Tell that person, this is how you make me feel when you don't show up for me or when I don't see that you put in effort for me and express those feelings. See, the beautiful thing about the just the word that says, I feel, no one can take away or depreciate how you feel about yourself. Your feelings are yours. They don't need any type of validation. So whenever you say, this is how I feel, someone can't come back to you and say, you're wrong or that's not true. No, that's perception from your POV. So anytime you're having these conversations, always start with not that you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Why didn't you show up? Why didn't you call me? No, communicate from the lens that I feel X, Y, and Z. And vocalize how you feel. Don't keep taking on more and more just to sustain that relationship. Be honest with yourself. Every individual deserves to be with someone that truly cares about them and truly loves them and deserves to be happy in the relationship. And happiness doesn't mean that you're always doing things for the other person. Happiness means that overall you're fulfilled in the relationship and you do your part. And our parts change. You're not always going to be playing the same role. But overall, you need to feel that I'm with someone that cares about me and that shows up for me. Because that is very important, especially when you're thinking about sustaining long-term relationships. So if you are giving, I want you to stop. And I want you to take stock of how do you feel. If you feel taken advantage of or if you feel that your partner is not doing their part, then it's time to communicate. And I'm going to be totally honest. Just because you had that conversation, don't expect the other person to change overnight. Don't expect them not to be defensive. And don't expect that that's going to fix the relationship and you will be with that person. Because... If you're the giver and you get to a point where you say, hey, I just can't do this anymore. I'm not happy. I don't think it's fair to me. Don't expect the, the person who's been taking all, uh, all along to have an aha moment and say, wow, you're right. I totally noticed that you were doing all of this. No, because let's face it. Nobody wants to think of themselves as the bad guy. So expect excuses. Expect pushback. And it may just be that the other person says, listen, I don't want to put any more effort into this relationship. I really don't care enough to sustain this relationship long term. I was just here for the ride for as long as it lasted. Be totally prepared for any type of response that you get. If somebody cares about you, they will take a step back. Even if they are defensive, they will take a step back. They will think about what you've said and they'll show you through their efforts that they're making changes. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen in time. And sometimes you have to just reinforce that and reiterate, not every single day, but reiterate if you kind of feel like the person's starting to forget about how you feel and what you want out of the relationship. Now, on the other side, if you 
you confront someone and they really don't care to change or they don't care as much as about you, then don't feel bad for yourself because you've saved yourself a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of energy um, being with this person. So either which way, it is a win-win that if you communicate your feelings, the outcome's going to be great regardless. Because even if this person walks away be honest with yourself. Do you really want to be with someone that just wants to continuously take advantage of you? And then when you finally stand up for yourself, they will basically tell you that I'm not going to change. I don't care enough about you to put in any effort and I'm just going to leave. That is probably the best thing that can happen to you because every single person just deserves someone that's going to be there for them. So Never be afraid to communicate how you're feeling, the good, the bad, the ugly. Now, as I mentioned before, you can certainly communicate in a manner when the person is receptive, but not everybody has the level of maturity that just because you're sitting and expressing your feelings, they're going to understand it or they're going to step up and take responsibility. And that's something that you should expect beforehand. If someone is immature, then if they're... Uh, throwing a temper tantrum or a hissy fit because they refuse to accept that they haven't done their part, then is that the person that you want to be with long-term? I hope the answer is no. And here's the, the chance and the opportunity for you to go ahead and explore your options. Because one thing that a lot of people fear is endings and relationships not working out. In every romantic movie that you may have seen during the the course of your life, every ending leads to a new beginning. And not everybody in your life is meant to be there forever. And that's okay. Sometimes we meet people just to learn things about ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with being a good person and giving to people. But you've also got to be a good person for yourself. And you also need to make sure that while you're out there giving to other people, you're also giving to yourself, that you're not overextending to a point where you're not happy, where your emotions, your physical health, uh, your well-being is getting impacted. So it's totally okay for you to also put yourself first. No one's going to give you a prize for always being the giver. No one's going to write a song about how great you are. It's just not going to happen. So be a human and allow yourself the opportunity to also receive because you deserve that. Every person deserves to feel loved, to feel that there's somebody out there that thinks of them as someone special, that there's someone out there that wants to spend their time with them and wants to do nice things for them. So if someone walks away from your life that's not willing to show up, then on to the next person. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, but I hope you guys seriously take a step back. If you're in this situation or if you know of someone that's in this situation, I seriously hope that you take a step back and just really think like, are you happy? Are you happy being with this person? And as painful as breakups or endings of friendships are, sometimes the best thing that can happen to you is that certain people walk out of your lives. And at least in my personal experience, it's not uh, that 
you're going to be with someone the entire life. Sometimes people come into our lives and they show us things or they teach us things that we need to learn. And they could even be unpleasant things and they've played their part and then lovingly we let them go. But at the end of the day, make sure that in every relationship that you get into, that there's some sort of a balance that you, your needs and your happiness is also a priority. And you're not always just thinking about other people and vice versa. If you are the taker, then you also have to be mindful that if you continuously go from one relationship to another, where you find people that are willing to give and give, eventually they will deplete and they will burn out and they will have nothing more to give you. So even for your happiness, you need to change and you have to learn the balance between giving and taking because if you are looking for a long-term relationship or a long-term friendship, then you also have to realize that people are not going to be happy with you long-term. Yes, for a little while, they will put in the effort, but deep down inside, they're not going to be happy. And eventually, that friendship, that relationship is going to fall apart unless you make some concrete changes in your life. And again, change is never easy. So none of this is going to happen overnight. It's not going to be that you'll have the aha moment and the next day you'll be a, a changed person. But the road to change starts with acceptance. It starts with us looking at ourselves honestly and just saying, okay, what role do I play in my current relationships? What role have I played in my previous relationships? And then if you realize that they have not been balanced, then either you need to look for different types of people or you need to change the part that you play in a relationship. And uh, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I just thought it was so important to really just share this because every day you come across people, whether they're your friends or your family members, and you can see them in situations where you just know it's not fair to them. And oftentimes they're the nicest people, but they're with someone that's just slowly draining the life out of them. And you feel that there is nothing that you can say or do Um so if you're in one of those situations, pass this episode over to that person. And if you are someone that's in that situation, I hope you found this helpful. So with that, I am your host, Miss Anonymous. You are now checked out of the rehab. Bye, guys.